This is Blothar the Berserker of Guar, and you are listening to Vulgar Display of Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Vulgar Display of Podcast. You got the mocks here with my co-host, Dale. Dale, how are you, man? Great, buddy. How are you doing? Doing really well. We have a special guest online with us right now. Yes, we, we have, do. Yes, we do. <laughs> we have Blothar the Berserker. Blothar, how are you today? Uh, well, I'm great. You know, I'm uh, busy getting ready to go on the, this tour with Mudvayne, so I'm having my uh, butt hairs waxed and... <laughs> Getting my mustache waxed off, all of the things that I do before I, my eyebrows dyed professionally black. Of course, yes, the regular Putting things on before. Balm. Yeah, heading out in a couple of days, the psychotherapy sessions tour with Mudvayne, Cole Chamber, Nonpoint, Butcher Babies, and then you're actually coming to our part of uh, the world, mm-hmm. St. Louis, Missouri, with 200 stab wounds and crowbot. We can't ha- wait to have you back in town. Oh yeah, we're 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 actually playing in St. Louis and not the. Uh, the nearby uh, uh, pops. Yes. Is that where? <laughs> yes. Saugat, Illinois. Yes. <laughs> Saugat. Yeah. Right. The cool, claims. man. Yeah. yeah. It's actually St. Louis this time. All right. That'll mm. be great. We can skip the uh, super fun site there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It gets a little, uh, gets a little sketchy over there. Yeah. Sometime. A little hairy. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's the most expensive weed, though. Jeez. Oh, my God. It's a, it's criminal, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, last time I saw you guys was outside of Pops with uh, Lamb of God. On oh, the, nice. Yeah, good That's times. been a while. Yeah, it's been a long minute. That's why we're glad to have you back. I have to ask you about this, Blothar, if you don't mind. I know you have four dicks, but only, That's two, right. only two of them come blood. So is there something wrong with the others? Or are they just uh, for look? or? <laughs> well, that's very observant of you, young man. Um, <laughs> if not a little rude, I must say. Um <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, they're not really dicks. They're udders oh. that look a lot like dicks and work exactly like dicks. So they're essentially dicks. Okay? Oh, right. It's true. The old um, dick udders, yep. Yeah, the old dick udders. Uh, <laughs> dick bag, that was the dick joke. Um, the bag of dicks. But one, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, look, I'm an older guy. I- I've got some prostate issues. and <laughs> Don't we just all? Just as it happens, yeah, only the two work. <laughs> Um, the other one are permanently clogged with gigantic boulder sized kidney stones. Oh uh, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. And I know that you've had a couple blowies from Trump on stage. Oh yeah. man. If you had to give it a rating out of ten, ten out of ten stars, how 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 good was he? Let me tell you, he's great. <laughs> he really knows how to use his tongue. Did you get he's to rub a- your fingers through that luscious hair he's got? <laughs> Yeah, it's awesome. awesome. You only have to rub it one way, though. Yeah, yeah. You can't go the other way. You don't know what's going to happen. You go the other way, your hand gets cut. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's he's great. He's he's very uh, he's a very gifted orator. Let's say. Well, he's a prideful person, so I could see that being the case. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. Right. I'm giving 110 percent regardless of what I'm doing. 
a winner. He's a winner. Keep on winning. And, uh, you know, that decision to do that on stage, was that a throwback to, uh, you know, like two live crew back in the day or? You know, I mean, really what it is is that we had (laughs) just (laughs) one day, much to my surprise. I mean, we hadn't planned it or anything. Uh, Trump just fell to his knees and and, and started (laughs) Started working the knob. I was like, uh, "Whoa, whoa! At least buy me dinner first. <laughs> What's all this? I thought we were just going to cut open your stomach and, you know, pull out a few cheeseburgers. But uh, no, that's that's what happened. So I mean, I just went with it. You know, I'm, I'm sure. not gonna I'm not gonna turn that kind of thing down. I don't care who it is. Well, I'd say some of the best blowies of my life came spontaneous rather yeah. than planned out. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the best ones were always like you know a little regretful. There was a lot of uh, a lot of shame involved. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of showers after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uncertainty is what I'm doing right for me. I don't know. <laughs> I got to ask you about this as well. I'm a thick man. You know what the kids call thick these days mm-hmm. with two C's. So my chances of having abs is like long gone. But you took a different approach and you just drew your abs on. <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> he puts in hard work he puts in a yeah, lot of yeah. hard work for those abs right no that is that is the uh it's the guar five second ab program yeah i love it yes that is a great program yeah we just you know a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, and, and and everybody does it um i recommend it i mean and what's great about about my abs is that they're just sitting on top of this enormous belly that you know so it's like Boy, look at the shape that that keg is in. <laughs> well, they're yeah. well-defined. Yes. Uh, you know, five was... seconds a day is working for sure. It shows. <laughs> it's like that old bit uh, with Harlan Williams. It's like six-minute abs, and he comes up with yeah. five-minute. No, not six-minute abs. Five-minute abs. It's quicker now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't wait to see them oh. and you and all the uh, – all the happenings with the world of Guar yes. at the pageant in St. Louis, Missouri, Wednesday, August 30th. Love this bill. Crowbot and a band that we've actually had on the podcast before, 200 Stab Wounds. So we're really excited about that show. Yeah, I haven't seen 200 Stab Wounds. I can't. I mean, I mean I've mean, i seen act 200 actual Stab Wounds, <laughs> but I haven't seen the band. The band, yes. Oh, this is a well, band. I yeah. thought it was just a, an act. Right, yeah. <laughs> And Crowbot is fantastic. Mm-hmm. That singer, boy, what a what a shapely man. <laughs> he does your ab routine, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. So I also I have to ask, how cool was it to see Gore back in the day on Beavis and Butthead? I mean, Mike Judge really uh, made the first part of our career. I mean, Gore Gwar is a, a band of, of eras. There's no doubt, mm-hmm. but. Uh, that's where uh, I learned of you guys when I was younger was I saw it on Beavis and Butthead. Right. And that was, you know, sort of ironically, maybe the, the, the second era of Guar um, as far as uh, getting the lineup that played on Scum Dogs and and uh, and then did uh, the touring of the country that, that we did at that time. And, and MTV was big and Mike Judge liked the band and. I think it just made sense for those two ding-dongs to be Guar fans. Yeah, for sure it did. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's how I'll always remember hearing of Guar is just them saying, Guar, Guar, Guar. And I was like, what is Guar? So I instantly watched it. I was like, and I was hooked. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, it, it, it helped us a lot. There's no question about it. And sure. um, I know, I mean, we tried to get in the new one, but we couldn't. Uh, oh, man. Know, that, that, yeah, that would been awesome. 
Yeah, but not so far we haven't. But you know, yeah. I mean, once it's, it's it's rolling up and I think it's it's actually up and rolling like as a another series, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, I think it's streaming on something. Yeah, yeah. So we might we might hop on there. You never know. That'd be great. I loved your documentary. This is Gore, and I, I'd forgotten about the you know I remember the Beavis and Butthead thing, but I forgot the actual game Beavis and Butthead game. The whole point of the game was to go to a Guar show. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, about that Beavis and Butthead game, it was damn near impossible to. That was the hardest video game ever. I never got to see Guar in the video game. <laughs> <laughs> like fuck it, I we'll just put on our own show. I can't beat this game. Let's just go to our own yeah. show. <laughs> D- define yeah, irony. Yeah, right. <laughs> define irony. Guar can't yeah, even I- watch Guar. <laughs> That'd be like Mike Tyson not being able to beat Mike, Mike Tyson. T- yeah, in and, t- and knockout. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Ridiculous. But, uh, no, I mean, the documentary was, I mean, making it was difficult even uh, because, you know, you had to, we've been through a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I guess making it wasn't difficult. Watching it the first time was difficult. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's a band that's uh, survived a lot of, of, of trauma <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, uh, and, and, and persevered through a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff that just kind of inexplicably, I mean, I don't, don't even know why uh, in some cases, other than, you know, we like each other, we like art and just want to sort of keep going. But uh, it was, I think that Scott, uh, the filmmaker did a great job with it and a, a great job of, of capturing, you know, what's, what's at the heart of the band, which is this, uh, collaboration between visual artists and musicians and this ethos of uh, a DIY ethos and, and hard work and commitment to one another, which sounds weird for somebody in Guar to say, but that's uh no, it shows yeah. for, like you said, for all the things that the band has been through to persevere and still push through and still be headlining and being the band you are today. Like it shows you that you guys do have the love for the art. Yeah. Yeah. Do what you do what is the saying? It always pisses me off because it's such a lie. Do what you love, and the money will come. I don't find that to be true because what I love is watching television with my hands down my pants. <laughs> Nobody paying me for that, right? Yet, yeah. <laughs> you know, with the documentary, I sit down to watch a war documentary, and first of all, I make sure my kids aren't in the room. Sure. Like, hey, honey, sure. can you leave here? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, an hour or so later, I'm wiping away tears, and I'm like, this wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, this is this the right war documentary? <laughs> this, this Did I miss something in the search? This wasn't how I planned it. <laughs> yeah. I planned on right. sitting there with my hand down my pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my four dicks and my hand down my pants. <laughs> right. But I do think it was so well, well done. done. It was so cool to see those early scenes, too, of like, you know, that spot that you guys had uh, in your hometown and the tour bus, which was actually a school bus that you guys converted. <laughs> really cool to see. And I bet that was a, a wild ride. Oh, man. Yeah. The the uh, the tour bus. I missed the urine cone. We actually had a it was just a funnel. That was our bathroom, um, which is a funnel that with a with a hose on it that reached out the door. <laughs> The good old days. Yeah. yeah, so if you were riding behind us, you might get a sudden splash. <laughs> oh, did somebody hit, hit their windshield wiper fluid? What is what is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was awful. But, but those were those were those were good times, and and really the best times of this band were uh, you know especially because at the shows themselves nobody had seen the band, so you know rolling up and just playing, and it's hard to find that. I mean, we're trying to develop new territories for the band right now partly because it's just so much fun to see people see Guar for the first time. And, uh, you know, I mean, in the, in the late eighties and early nineties, uh, 
wherever we'd play like most of the audience had not really seen the band or heard of the band that's actually one thing about this mudbane tour that we're you know i think that might happen on this tour a little bit there'd be a lot of people who haven't seen it before that get in there and and that's a great lineup and then when people do see war for the first time and it's it's an experience they'll never forget and i'll never forget it either it's amazing i'm ready to see you guys again (laughs) yeah it's 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 good time for sure can i talk about the first time i seen war (laughs) were you on the icp tour back in 1998 uh yes i was okay so i saw you guys with icp on halloween night in st louis in 1998 and man talk about an experience right Seeing those two worlds collide with metalheads and the ICP mm-hmm. fan base, the Juggalos, was really uh, something to witness. And, uh, you know, what was those tours and what were some of those mixed bills like? I mean, it was great. You know, I, I wish that uh, we didn't at the time, we didn't interact with the guys in ICP very much, but they actually are really cool. I mean, we've been hanging out with, I guess now they're enemies, supposedly, but uh, some, the Twisted guys. You know, and they're great. I mean, they're a lot of fun to hang around with. Um, the people that surround them are great. And, you know, I, I think that Guar, I really admire the way that ICP put together their culture. Um, and, uh, you know, there's things, obviously, things I don't like about the band. But, like, but as a, as a sort of cultural phenomenon, I think, I think they're, they're just incredible. And, uh, so we enjoy playing for their fans, their fans like Guar. Um, and, uh, you know, <laughs> there, let me tell you, there's no more body positive event. <laughs> Everyone's got abs. <laughs> yeah. The gathering of the juggle. There, there's a lot of five second abs. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of, it's like a CrossFit yeah. event or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It is. I believe, in fact, that that if I'm not mistaken, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong here, that the Juggalos actually have like a section when they play that's reserved for fans who are over 400 pounds. And there's a (laughs) and there's a scale there like you have to step on the scale. Three ninety nine. Nope. To the left, bud. You're not welcome. (laughs) And hopefully it's one of those animal scales like at the vet office. (laughs) Oversized. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the weirdest VIP yes. I've ever heard of. Yeah, 400 pounds. Okay, over here, take your shirt off, sir. <laughs> man, I actually agree with you. ICP's music's not for me, especially now that I'm a 40-year-old man. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe at a time when I was a teenager or something and angsty as hell. But, uh, I mean, if you want to talk about DIY and doing it your own way and out there being road dogs and, mm-hmm. and putting in the work, you got to credit those guys, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, they definitely definitely uh, have done a lot and just had a good idea you know i mean they treated the band like a cult mm-hmm. you know literally like a cult like let me go to a school a, a community college campus and find the kids that look like they're really down in the dumps <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that I, cor- correct me if i'm wrong i think they were even investigated as a not a cult but an organized yeah a gang yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah looked at them they looked at them as a gang yeah so that was that was interesting but uh and, and and it was kind of bull. I think maybe you know every every band has uh, followers that are doing all kinds of different stuff. But you know you don't you, know, you can't really control who who likes your band and the things that things that they do. Would Gore ever consider doing something like Kiss Unmasked? Would you ever consider doing a tour without everything else? Well, we have done Rog tours, um, but ironically, even 
even Guara unmasked, we just put on different masks because, uh, you know, Rog is supposedly a, uh, a a Guar cover band from Schenectady, New York. And then, you know, the, it's, the singer was uh, Vinny Balaglione. You had guys in there like Lou Zanya playing drums. Um, it was, uh, you know, so it's, it's basically just a bunch of Italian meatheads. But it, in fact, is the members of Guar um, <laughs> playing our own music. Guar's in a Guar tribute band. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we are. We're in a we, we have our own tribute band that we play, and nobody knows. Nobody knows. I mean, well, it was weird. I mean, we did do tours. I actually booked a wrong tour, um, and it was ridiculous because I would tell everybody, "I'm like, we're not wearing the costumes," you know, like, and I would kind of leave the door open, like, you know, how much are you going to pay us? And they were like, everybody lost money. It was it was great. It was like. Was there ever a tour conflict between between Rog and Gore? You're like, hey, real Gore, hold on, I'm gonna tour with the other no. fellas real quick. <laughs> you know, there's a band now. There's a, there's a there's a couple of these actually out there, but uh, there's one that's actually playing festivals and stuff. They're they're called Fwar F W A R, and they're essentially just Guar with uh Well, I don't think they have spew, but they have costumes and stuff. <laughs> Although it's weird, like you look at them and like in some cases, like they'll. <laughs> They only wear the top part of the costume. Like they're not wearing the, the legs. You know, they've, they've just got a, a pair of khakis. Gym on. shorts on. Yeah, pair of khakis. <laughs> Walmart khakis with tennis shoes and then the top half. <laughs> I know, and I get yelled at for we did we did the NPR thing. Guar did a tiny desk concert recently, yes. mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately, all of the artists in the band were 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 very irritable with me because. I didn't wear black boxer shorts underneath my my outfit. I forgot. I forgot, and I wore some that were striped. Oh, <laughs> didn't, didn't get the memo. Uh oh. Didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I screwed up, man. When will that? Uh, do you know when that NPR Tiny Desk is going to be released? Uh, I don't. They haven't told us yet when it's going to be released. They just sent us the audio to approve, though, and I think it's going to come out pretty soon. Um, that was a hard thing to do, like playing yeah. at sort of at that volume and uh you know rearranging the songs a little bit it was uh, a little unnerving <laughs> mm-hmm. um but uh but it was fun it is i love guar out of place is always funny sure there's nothing funnier than guar on an elevator you know <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah and we stumbled around and we actually invaded the, the area where they were doing the live broadcast i could not believe that they let us go in there like it was <laughs> We're still doing this. We're still, we're still going to yeah. do this. Yeah. You're letting me do this. We're here. I'm going to go. We're going to play. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, 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 of course, like, I was like, don't let this guy talk. Like, this, he's going to say something that's really messed up. Like, you're, <laughs> you're going to regret it. But, uh, no, it was great. Good deal. Yeah. We're excited for that. And, uh, I also like to ask, will Gore exist forever? <laughs> People ask that. Um, and, um, I know that, our well odorous um dave brocky when he was alive had uh, as odorous not as dave brocky um said that he thought that well no maybe it was dave that said this that, that he thought that guar could could last forever by just sort of changing out the members i i wish that that were true but i feel like what one thing that that the that the documentary does is that it captures this kind of uh like i said that interband commitment uh to one another and to and to art um and it turns out that that's actually kind of rare right it, it's it's difficult to find people that will that will do that 
I'm not saying that we won't, uh, but we haven't so mm-hmm. far um, found uh, people that I believe would, uh, you know, I mean, you can find people that would step into the roles, but are they, you know, at least until the band sort of makes another jump and starts making all kinds of money, I think it's, it's, it's going to be hard to, to find people to do it. Not, not, not musicians. I mean, musicians are always, you know, willing to, I think, you, you can find players that are willing to, to do that and, and get up on stage and have access to a stage. Uh, but it's more like the artists and the writers, um, who in a lot of cases are the, the musicians themselves, that, that make it uh, difficult to do. So you've got to find these kind of, you know, I mean, look at like like finding somebody like Dave Brocky, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there wasn't, that's why we didn't try, because mm-hmm. it's like you, you can't find somebody that's that good of a, and that unique of a visual artist. Right. Uh, and that unique of a performer and that unique of a musician, right? Like, you know, it's just, it's not easy um, to find. So Gore might not exist forever, but they will at least until Wednesday, August 30th. How's that for a <laughs> yeah, segue? Yeah, great segue. <laughs> the 105.7 The Point welcomes Gore with Crowbot, our homies, and 200 stab wounds at the pageant. Wednesday, August 30th, we will be there. Show's at 7.30, all ages, $30 in advance, 35-day of show. Blothar, we appreciate your time today. No problem. All right, can't wait to see St. Louis. Yeah, hell yeah, we'll see you there. (laughs) 